No, Governor Reynolds, this isn't great. What a week. Welcome to What a Week, where we break down the week's top news stories. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the executive director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Lauren McAmeal, the digital director for Progress Iowa. This week, Iowa is open for business, um, whether we want to be or not. Uh, President Trump and Governor Reynolds put our workers in danger and our entire communities in danger. And because there's no one else left to ask, um, we are encouraging people to ask Ashton Kutcher, believe it or not. So let's start, though, Lauren, with the latest numbers um, of coronavirus cases in the state of Iowa. So according to the numbers they have on coronavirus.iowa.gov right now, um, after a very stilted rollout of it last year, last last week. Every week me. feels like a year, so Every okay. week feels like a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but so 7,145 people have tested positive and 162 Iowans have died. Um, we still have not reached our peak, according to University of Iowa researchers, and yet Kim Reynolds wants to open everything up. Um, that's terrifying. Um, we're recording this on Thursday, April 30th. Um, the state is set to reopen in, and we'll talk about this next, in in, in 77 counties. Um, but just want to – I was looking this up earlier – um, our numbers. Iowa has more, and uh, just can you guess, Lauren? Like, which who has more uh, cases, Iowa or Australia? The entire country of Australia. I'm betting it's Iowa, just because that's how this question got set up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, Australia has more case, or, or we have Iowa. The state of Iowa has more coronavirus cases than Australia, the Dominican Republic, Panama. Um, South Africa, Egypt, um, Finland, Argentina, uh, the, the list goes on and on. Um, we are, I mean, let alone, uh, our neighboring States like Minnesota, even though they have nearly double the population we're we're, we're outpacing them by about roughly 2000 or so cases. I wonder what they did differently. I don't know. Maybe they shut down their state earlier and are going to do that. And didn't trust a tech bro from Utah to run their testing program. Um, So to give a little context to those numbers, they're bad. I mean, they're like they keep going up. We keep having record breaking days. Yesterday, we set the record for for most uh, coronavirus or or COVID-19 related deaths. Um, today we broke that record. Um, I, I I hope that that does not continue, but that is where we are, um, where it looks like we're heading. Um, but uh, to give yeah just a little context, we uh, were um, if if we remember back at the beginning of this when when Tom Hanks and um, uh, Rita Wilson got contracted uh, coronavirus, it was this thing that was happening in Australia and on cruises in other countries, and and now we. Just the state of Iowa have more cases than the entire country of Australia. So way to go, Governor Reynolds and Senator Ernst and Senator Grassley and President Trump for the state of Iowa. So on that happy note, the governor has somehow decided that Iowa should be open for business. Lauren, are you ready to go to your favorite restaurant? 
No. It, <laughs> on the list of things that I have been worried about, that we've all been worried about since all of this started, visiting my top favorite restaurant did not break like my first 100 worries. Also, because you can get takeout. Like, if you are so concerned about your favorite restaurant, make sure that they can do takeout and support them that way so that their employees are safe. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the reasons that Governor Reynolds gave this week um, for for one of the things that she was excited about with, with the 77 counties uh, reopening a lot of the businesses tomorrow. Um uh, and and saying that people can go to their visit their favorite restaurant again, um, she also said that she doesn't want to punish the counties that haven't had as many uh, as much uh, COVID nineteen activity. Um, and really, that's not the case. We're protecting them. I mean, they're they're being like the the these safeguards or these mitigation efforts are in place because. We don't want to see the outbreaks happen in places where they haven't yet, and we want to tamp them down in places where they have become problem, like become higher numbers. So also, it's it, every county doesn't have a every county is is safe until it's not. Like it only takes one person walking around in their community to if they're asymptomatic and they don't know what. Um, what they're doing and if they continue to go about their life and go to their favorite restaurant they mm-hmm. could infect their whole town and i i think it's just a lack of testing and information that we have too like i don't think it would surprise me i don't know but it would surprise me if there weren't actually cases in all in every county and more cases than we know of um because we just don't have the testing capability to determine where where it is and so that's even more important without good information to be cautious about this which is not what she's doing but it's okay because viruses will respect county lines and won't go into counties that um are in the 77 that she is letting reopen right now we'll just tell them don't so just tell covid19 we'll tell the coronavirus do not come across from story county into polk county it's that simple Nope, and don't head over to Dallas County That's right. or Warren County. Yep, just stay in Polk in the restricted area. Um, and don't go to church because people might be going to church. She, she lifted that restriction. Although a lot of, uh, to their credit, like a lot of, uh, so many denominations have decided not to hold, uh, or so many faith uh, uh, backgrounds have decided not to hold uh, services. So that's that's a very, very good sign. Um, yeah, and Governor Reynolds, right after she said this, uh I think someone asked her a question about it. Um, she said that her own church would be meeting virtually still, which kind of begs the question, why do it? Why do the order, you mean? Yeah. Why open it up if people are not going right. to, like, go? Totally. I mean, it's just I understand a- that it's, like, a symbolic thing about, like, individual liberties and such, but from, like, a, lo- like a strictly logistical standpoint, like— the the vast majority of people that go to church are in the main demographic that are at the most risk for getting for for having complications from COVID nineteen. Right, and, and it just is not a good like it. It, it's, it doesn't set a good precedent. Also, to just like f- for the governor to be opening something up and then she's not even going to partake in it because she doesn't right. think it's safe. I mean, if she thinks it's safe, she she. I mean. I don't think it's safe. I don't want her to be doing any of these things either. Like I don't want people to be 
I don't want the general public to be doing anything that they don't need, absolutely need to be doing right now. But you're right. If she thinks it's safe, she should be out there. She should be doing, I mean, there should be a photo op of her going to a gas station and, got, you know, doing whatever, like, or going to, I mean, the going gas to her stations favorite are restaurant. All, are all still open, but. Well, you know what I mean? Like going, going, going do, to the casino. public things. <laughs> right. So, um, uh, yeah. So Liz Lenz a, it had example. a had a really good tweet that because uh, the governor kept saying that she wants to get out in front of the peak. Um, and Liz Lenz had a great tweet set, that said the virus is spreading faster in Iowa than in any other state. But today, Kim Reynolds is opening up malls, restaurants and fitness centers in 77 counties because she wants to get in front of the peak, which is just like stepping on the gas so you can slow down for a red light. That sounds about right. Yep. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense. Just doesn't make a damn bit of sense. Um, and meanwhile, we have a company that was suggested by Ashton Kutcher, who's apparently responsible for our testing in the state. And so we're not going to get better information. We don't. It's not looking good to get better information about what's actually happening here soon because this company um, is is facing serious questions about their uh, uh, effectiveness or accuracy in Utah. So we have Test Iowa, and there's a Test Utah, and and the quote from the Salt Lake Tribune is this is quote this is a potential public health disaster end quote. So the the testing results there. If you can't trust them, then they're first of all they're no good, and second of all, you're going to be making really bad public policy decisions or or public health decisions if you're basing them on inaccurate information. So it's it's just one that we're moving too fast, and we don't have we don't even have the data or the reliable info we need to know when we could move quickly in the future. Nope. <laughs> Um, in addition to that, um, Trump has now issued an order requiring that meatpacking plants stay open, which is going to put workers' lives in danger. Matt, what are your thoughts about this? Um, I mean, I, I think they have shown, I think that when, when someone shows you who they are the first time, you should believe them. And they have shown time and time again that they generally don't care about the well-being of working families. Um, and so they're going to send them, they're going to send workers off to slaughter so that they don't have to, um, uh, um, euthanize what they've said is euthanize a bunch of hogs, um, and, and lose out on profit and lose out on their bottom line. That's, that's the most important thing. They've talked a lot about, um, about the interest of their big businesses and the, uh, and the corporate, most of them are don a lot of them are donors to their campaigns, um, but there's not a lot of effort being put into ensuring that um, there are proper safety precautions, whether it's through OSHA or whatever mechanism you you can get to guarantee that that workers are are being protected. Um, um, it's just it, it just it's 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 really disappointing and and disgusting, but not at all surprising to me. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, R Reynolds has said that she trusts corporations to protect their workers, which is a sucker's maxim for sure. Um, 
because like you said, when when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them like these. I don't I I don't want to use the word cover up, but that's kind of what they did, where like they weren't testing, they weren't offering the correct uh, personal protective equipment um, to their workers. And that's why we have an outbreak in Waterloo and also one in Sioux City now, maybe. Yes, yeah, so the Sioux City area between Sioux them City and area. South Dakota, like uh, yeah. Um, okay. So and plants shutting down all over the state, and, and really this is happening all over the country too. It's just happening faster in Iowa, unfortunately. But 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 there are um, uh, packing meat packing plants shutting down, and this is happening in senior centers, uh, or, or you know uh, as well. So, um, but no, they don't. They're they're. They're not uh, interested in protecting in protecting workers, or at least not at the expense of their th- potential bottom line. What's really going to come back to bite them in the end, and bite all of us in the end, is that the more these cases skyrocket, we're going to hit what the University of Iowa uh, experts said is a second wave of this disease, likely because we're stopping our mitigation efforts. So Governor Reynolds received that advice last week. Um, and then a few days later said she was going to reopen a lot of the state. So, um, so she's ignoring the, uh, uh, university experts and listening to businesses who want to reopen, you know, despite the human cost. And I think that's just the wrong, she's listening to the wrong people. Do you think there's maybe a racial or ageist sort of angle to this where a lot of these meatpacking plants are staffed by minority workers, immigrants, new new uh, people who are new to the country, um, and a lot of the outbreaks are being tracked in senior centers. Um, so it's well, sure. It's, it's, yeah, I do. I, I oh, sorry. Well, I was gonna say it's upsetting to see that kind of like her not caring about those populations and thinking that they're disposable. Yeah, and I can never I mean you can never pretend to know what's in somebody's mind or heart, but the policies that they're putting in place certainly are are uh, are racist because they're impacting different uh uh communities of color differently. I mean that's just a fact. So like it's not I mean um it's it that's how it's happening, that's what is happening, and I think for a variety of reasons whether you're um black brown white uh like if you if you don't matter to this governor if you don't matter to this president then and and you're just invisible and they don't like there it's a number on a page they don't they don't care about the number of or they don't care as much about the number of deaths or um uh, diseases contracted as much as they care about are you going to hit the bottom line is the dow going to go up and and i think those are the wrong numbers to to be paying attention to. Claudia Thrain from Iowa Starting Line talked to several young Latinx people in Iowa who are extremely worried about their parents who work at these meatpacking plants. And they're not just concerned about their health and safety, but their ability to advocate for themselves in the workplace when we have a dearth of translators and there's only so many services that are available to them. And also that OSHA hasn't come in and done a single inspection yet, or at the very least hasn't released their data. I'd I don't think they've done any inspections yet. I don't think there's been any word that ocean inspectors have come to Iowa yet. Um, but the but we were on Mad Out today. 
about it. So maybe they'll come now. Yeah, that's uh, the, that is the one thing that we can one of the things that we can try and do and, and that is really important right now, though they're being furloughed just like other industries, is that there's good reporters out there doing continuing to do good work and to call attention to some of these things because it's uh it's you ha- you have to get I mean you have to basically we'll have to shame the governor, president, senators into action here. And, you know, it's um they're gonna keep saying a lot of flowery, nice things about the heroic work of grocery store workers, firefighters, correctional officers, teachers, you know, healthcare worker nurses, doctors, etc. But not back it but they're gonna back it up with nothing in action unless we unless people call them out on it. And and thank and we just gotta be thankful for the for everyone who's doing that and the reporters who are who are doing really good work too right now. So we wanted to give a shout out to local officials like Representative Timmy Brown Powers, County Supervisor Chris Schwartz, and Representative Ross Smith for their work advocating for Waterloo workers in the Tyson plant. The governor is not listening to Iowans, she's not listening to experts, but someone she is listening to, as we've talked about. Um, in past weeks and earlier today is Ashton Kutcher. Yes, that Ashton Kutcher, Iowa native, um, multiple Teen Choice Award winner, Ashton Kutcher. Um, Former from, star of That 70s Show. Yep, Dude Where's My Car, etc. Um, so, uh, and, and many other gems. Uh, but uh, none of that, however, qualifies him to give advice about stemming the tide of a, of a pandemic. Um, so, but however, she's listening to him and because she's ignoring, um, pleas from, from working families in the state and from experts in the state, but listening to Ashton Kutcher, we created, uh, an ask Ashton campaign. If you visit askashton.org, you can tweet directly at Ashton Kutcher. You can text him. He lists a cell phone number in his Twitter bio. Um, we think that's a messaging service, but still you can text him um, and, and and tweet at him if you visit askashton.org. So Lauren, are you going to ask Ashton? Yeah, but I can't, I can't say it because it, I <laughs> keep tripping over how much. My- <laughs> it's a hard one to say. Ask Ashton. Mm-hmm. So... Use the hashtag AskAshton and and tweet at at A plus K, A P L U S K, um, and and if but if you go to AskAshton.org, all of that is there. We have it ready to go for you. There's so a hope- handy button I made yep, to that's right. so that you don't have to worry about writing the tweet. Um, and it is uh, uh, hopefully the word will get from you know instead of going from. Iowans directly to their governor, it will go apparently the way it should need the, the way it works now. I didn't learn this in my government class in school, but it goes from constituent to Ashton Kutcher to the governor. So that's that's how we're gonna get the job done at this point because the governor's not listening to uh, to everyday folks. I mean, I only got a three on my AP Gov test, so that tracks. <laughs> that that seems like what that Maybe seems that's like what you what, missed. That's what, what it, that's what I missed. Yeah. The Ashton Kutcher connection is what you missed. So now you know. That's what we should have called this. (laughs) (laughs) 
We also want to remind you that we are still doing our daily COVID-19 email where we curate articles to read, the most recent numbers from the state, as well as resources to use. And we've also started doing a little happy news, um, which this won't help anyone today because it's on tonight. But Parks and Recreation is back for a reunion special. So that's fun. That's a lot of fun. And there's a great podcast, um, a fun podcast that I've been listening to. Um, is it what a week? <laughs> well, of course, what a week. Of course, persistent broads. Um, but also, uh, it's called Dad and Sons Talking Sports and Stuff. And these episodes are like seven or eight minutes long. It's a great discussion. It's a uh, a friend who uh, is a um, an educator and um, his two sons talking about their top five list. So top five cereals, top five board games, top five favorite uh, restaurants movies not favorite restaurants but uh (laughs) maybe maybe they'll get to that um anyway so check that out too we'll send that in uh in an upcoming daily email but um yeah there there are a few fun things out there to keep us entertained right now we hope everyone is staying safe and still observing social distancing even though that recommendation is apparently gonna expire tonight so that's fun too What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Hallenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm or find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week.